Welcome back to another episode of Black Goddess Healing and Manifestation. Thank you so much for coming back, for joining me. I hope you all are doing well on this powerful, powerful July 5th, if you're listening to it, um, around that date in 2020. Um, If not, this will still be a very relevant episode. Um, We are, gosh, I'm sure I don't have to tell you, just in a unique and powerful time. Um, and, you know, the lunar activity, there was, you know, our lunar eclipse um, that has occurred or is occurring, depending on where you where you live at, um, is occurring now, as well as the full moon. And we know um, that when we have such strong moon or lunar activity, that that definitely has an effect on us. And if you've listened to previous episodes, I've spoken about this a little bit. So this is a wonderful time to have a chat. I figured, you know, I better get it together and get on to talk to you all um, about what I've been thinking about and feeling. Um, and it may be helpful for you um, at this time and I don't know, maybe answer some questions that you have as well. Um, So I do want to get into our conversation and it's going to connect to this, but it's also going to be, you know, somewhat of a larger discussion. And I mentioned this in our previous episode that we'll be talking about Christ consciousness and the Christ consciousness grid. And so that is what we're going to do today um, and this evening. So it's going to, you know, be a, a, probably an introduction to this um, topic, maybe not for some of you, um, but for our sake of this podcast. And so I, I do want to have, as I always say, give a disclaimer that these topics are very in-depth. And so hopefully we continue to build upon them. And what I'm giving you, you should go and then take and explore and research on your own because I don't like to make the episodes too long and we don't have time to really delve too deeply into them. Otherwise, we would be in a full-blown lecture semester. Okay, so um, we're going to talk about, you know, Christ consciousness and the grid. And we're going to also discuss synchronicity and how numerology and sacred geometry fits into all of this. So I hope you stick around. I hope you listen and join me. So we're going to go ahead and jump right in. Okay, so before we get into the topic, I, you know, I really want to give a disclaimer again. <laughs> this is pretty deep, so I hope that you stay with it. Um, I want to actually give you a quick reading before we hop into it, um, but know that the topic is one that we're probably going to have a follow-up episode with. We're going to have to delve into it a little bit deeper, um, but before we do that, I pulled three cards, um, actually, as I was recording, and so I wanted to share those with you and the messages that came through, and the first one came in reverse, and it was, um, you know, talking about fear um, and being in balance, being in an un- balanced situation um, that could be not the lifestyle that 
uh, we choose and it came in reverse. So I believe for us as a collective, it's saying that we are um, leaving and exiting um, the, the un, the uh, the imbalance, the fear, um, but know that with that, that movement, that the energy around fear is fearful in itself, okay? So it reacts in a way that is imbalanced. So as we are moving away from this energy, we're going to see even more activity occurring. We may see even more um you know, things on the news and occurrences and events that are going to happen as we are shifting from that. Because then the next card that flew out was about um, happiness and playfulness and being jovial. Um, and just for me, it's like uh, an, an abundance, uh, receiving an abundance of prosperity and a new. And it it's just a very peaceful feeling um, when I'm looking at this card and I'm pulling from this energy of our cup runneth over. That's what it feels like. And so just know that, gosh, this, I just feel like there's a lot coming our way, right? A lot coming our way. And I feel like it's going to be um, in, in a very, um, if we want to say positive, right? A positive feeling is going to really be supporting us. And then the last one um, came out, and this will be relevant if you listen through the whole next segment. It came out with the number three, Okay, with the number three, this is very impactful for us right now, and it's about connecting. Um, gosh, it's just it's amazing that this card came out um, with the topic that we're talking about today. But it's about connecting and uh, reconnecting with the people um, that support us, that we love. Uh, it's really, really preparing for that abundance that's coming for us. It's like you know, weaving those baskets that we're going to then fill with an abundance of resources, an abundance of love um, to be able to carry that. This is that preparation for it. So we're in a preparation phase right now, right? So if you're going to have an abundance of something, you're going to need to be able um, to contain that. And how we contain that is through our activities right now. We're, We're preparing for prosperity, that's what I, I like to think that this card is saying. So leaving that fear, knowing that the fear is strong though, and but we're stronger, right? And it's going to continue to try to push against us. But there is prosperity and abundance waiting for us as we are preparing right now. With that, I hope that spoke to some of you. Um, and we're going to go ahead and move into our topic of the day. So let's get to our topic. Basically, when you think about this concept of Christ consciousness, I want you to try your best to remove any preconceived notions or thoughts connected to religion of any kind, because this topic really goes beyond the teachings, um, which can either be, you know, a conduit to spirituality or it could actually be an obstacle to one's uh, ascension. Um, it could actually oppress one's ascension, if you will, depending on how it is delivered and how it's received. So I want us to completely disconnect from that. This is not a debate. Um, this is not challenging anything, any practices that you may have. Um, we're going to go beyond it. Just really just uh, go right on around the whole religious conversation and let's go deeper, okay? And that's not to 
put down um, or throw shade at anyone's belief. Okay, this is for us to try to think on a higher level um, if you're not doing so already. So this is a challenge, our thought process a little bit. Okay, so we know from what we're experiencing and the year of 2020, which is the year of the four, that's going to connect later. Um, 2020, since about February, um, the world has really been dealing with what I would call a interconnectedness. And so we know that we're all connected. And these recent events have really been there to highlight this necessary message of we are everything. We're connected to everything, everyone, every being, every uh, piece of matter, everything. So what happens, you know, here uh, could affect you. What happens across the world could affect me. Um, And this all occurs uh, because we are one and we are one of the same. And so when you think about, you know, looking at the creator, God, uh, whatever name you have for the divine um, creator, our you know, the universe, we're all coming from that source energy, right? And I'm, I'm really going to speak to, um, and it's not to discount anyone, but I do want to speak to the people that I am truly connected to, the indigenous people, um, our African uh, people um, of the diaspora, uh, our Native Americans, our brown people. Uh, I I just because that's what I'm connected to. Let's just say that, okay? Um, and that, again, I, I hope no one takes offense to that, but this is Black Goddess Healing and Manifestation. So um, connecting to the people that have suffered and have uh, been taken advantage of and oppressed for years, um, there has been this unification, I would say, that is emerging as we all could witness to. And that is intended, right? That's, that is supposed to be. We often challenge if that is, especially when we're talking about um, Black or African American people, people, you know, others will challenge us being unified. We will even challenge if we're unified with each other. So I want to continue to discount that notion and to know that we are a very connected group, connected to earth. We've always have been. Um, We've always been uh, spiritually connected. And right now this uprising is revealing that. So when you think of Christ consciousness, think of, you know, the messages uh, that we hear that are coming from some of the teachings through various, various religions, philosophies, and know that the word Christ, uh, and again, I'm not going to go too far and off on a tangent, but comes after the text um, that teaches of teaches us of the individual that we know of as Jesus or Yahweh, Yeshua, however you want to call it, um, the, the energy that came through the text of the Bible, um, that energy that is spoken about, um, they labeled as a man through Christianity and later on called this divine entity Christ. 
Christ and that word is really the awakened ones. Okay, so think about all of the philosophers, um, the deities, the stories that you may have had or heard of for individuals or divine, you know, symbols of the awakened. And right now, our job is to become part of the awakened, to be Christ-like, if you will. Okay, and this is not directed towards one person or man. Think of it as an energy. Okay, and when you hear the stories, and again, I am going to reference the Bible, but there there are other texts, right, that we could look into, um, ancient texts. But referencing, you know, the Bible, and you hear the stories um, of what was stated by the man known as Jesus. Those stories I like to listen to as if he is saying, or several people perhaps, whoever's authoring this text, they're saying that this is how you should be. Not so much that, you know, he was simply the child, the son of God, but we all are, right? We all are part of God. And so I look at it as if he's not saying who he is and how he should do things, but for all of us to be able to ascend and to know that as above, so below, that you have that power within. So it's said that, you know, I don't know how many years ago, but before the time that we're living in now, okay, before this era, uh, before even the beginning of time, as we're told as being the beginning, because we know we can debate that of how old earth really is. Um, but let's go even beyond it. So before this um, era of man, that there was a time where earth consisted of humans, of entities that truly operated from an awakened conscious level of consciousness from within, from within their heart, and not from so much the the brain, right? And this thought consciousness. And there was a majority that lived this way. And as everything is connected, the very few that were not operating from this place of centeredness, operating from this higher level of consciousness, well, that pulled everyone else down, causing the earth to then descend. And it said, and I, I'm going to reference, and God knows, saying his name, I'm probably going to butcher it, but Drinvalo um, Melchizedek, I believe, Melchizedek, um, talks about this as well, that hence to save, if you will, to save humanity, we have this somewhat, and bear with me, okay, just follow me, <laughs> somewhat of this synthetic grid around the earth that's going to support the earth, that it's going to help the earth ascend back to where it needs to be. You can take that as symbolic or real, however it resonates with you. This connectedness of the earth, this, this energy that is now surrounding the earth, which we call Christ consciousness, in order to access it, 
we have to be centered and grounded and connected and in alignment. And that's where all the teachings that we've been pulling apart all these years, these rules that we've put on ourselves aren't rules, right? (laughs) These man-made rules aren't meant for us. It's a way of being. That's where your intuition comes in. That's where love comes in. The connection between earth and between us and the unity between everything is how you then ascend, how things start to fall in alignment for us. And we're being forced and pushed into that alignment as we speak. So digest that for a minute, right? To think about that the earth at one point was operating at a higher order and that maybe there were some messengers sent um, here that they just got it. The messengers that received the, you know, the, the way of life, of hearing the messages through spirit, Um, and trying to teach us all those ways of being instead of us really being able to hear, to understand, to, um, to see that we're part of creation and part of everything, we began to see these messengers as God. That's not what it was intended to be right? That the messengers that were here to guide us and to say, hey, this is just how I'm operating. This is how I'm living. And you should consider it too. Instead, we said, oh, that's, they're here to save us. And we don't have to do any work now because if I do something wrong, all I have to do is to go to this God and ask for forgiveness and everything is wiped clean and wiped away. And that we have diminished any responsibility that we have and that we play in our actions. We're at the same point that we started from. That way of being does not allow for awakening, does not allow for ascension. It allows for stagnation, for continuing to pull down this collective energy, to continue to pull it down in this lower level of consciousness. Instead, we need to take these tidbits of teachings from all over, from everything, and say, you know what? That really makes sense. This resonates with me. Not what man made, but the energy behind it. Let's look at some of the physical aspects of Christ consciousness and a Christ consciousness grid. So everyone, again, is connected. And when you look at Think about a grid as being almost like the power lines, right, that run throughout our countries. And so the powers, uh, the power lines running throughout our countries are connected to towers. The structures that we have had the most questions about since the beginning of time would be the pyramids. And I think you would all agree. They can't figure out what the pyramids were for, especially um, the Great Pyramids um, in Egypt, um, the Sphinx even, these structures that are throughout Earth. They don't know what they're for. They think, some say that they were 
burial chambers, which has been refuted. Others say that some of them were actually for initiations and rituals, which could have been the case. Drawing energy from without with any structures um, for those um, really uh, spiritually connected ancient practices. But they really don't know how they built them what they were for. And that'll probably be a whole nother conversation about how we think the pyramids came about. But let's just talk about where pyramids are located, not only in Egypt, but in the Sudan and Greece, Italy, of course, Mexico, right? Um, Peru, Cambodia, and get this, They've even found someone, some within the United States. So there are pyramids throughout the world. Think about those pyramids as being part of this grid, this Christ consciousness grid. Now, if you're familiar with the crystalline grid, um, that's not what we're talking about. What we're talking about is more um, surrounding the energy, surrounding the earth, being connected with these power lines, if you will, through towers, which we call our pyramids. So, you know, I like to tap into, you know, science and research. So outside of this, the spiritual philosophies, let's delve a little bit into what we do know. So again, as above, so below. The Great Pyramids of Egypt, right? Three pyramids lining up actually align with the stars in the sky of Orion's belt, right? So it is an alignment that's also almost perfect to the cardinal points and the true north axis of the earth. So they have actually, the pyramids are built um, in a location that is actually the center of the earth. How is that possible? How would our great ancestors know that? Perhaps it's this connection that during that time of trying to um, reconnect and ascend the earth and the people of the earth, the energy of the earth, that these things were created to bring about a new unity. Some of you may have experienced seeing what they call angel numbers and seeing synchronicities over and over again. So when you think about those things, three pyramids lined up with the three stars of Orion's belt and the three being the face configuration of the pyramids. That again is repetition of the number three, three, three. When you see these numbers over and over again, it may be a signal that you are becoming more aligned, more in alignment with the connection and the unity of everything, (laughs) of Christ consciousness, of everything. Could also mean you need to pay attention to something too. Okay, I will say that sometimes you will see numbers over and over again, like, hey, you need to wake up, sis, there's something I'm trying to tell you, could be your spirit guides trying to tell you something. Um, But that is the connectedness in itself, right? That, That this, what we call sacred geometry, is something that is found within everything on earth and even in the sky and our solar system there is sacred geometry now this is getting a little deep i know 
I know thinking about this energy force that's around the earth that's meant to help us to ascend um, and that we're all supposed to be in alignment with that energy so that we can bring the collective uh, to ascension into a higher level of consciousness. I know that's very deep. And so I hope that you're still with me. I hope you're you're bearing with me. So um, with that, this energy field, you know, that is that is around us. They are finding that, you know, when you connect these different points on the earth, that it starts to have a very similar geometric pattern that you will find in other things um, here, including our own bodies, okay, our own bodies. They call it a living matrix because everything is consisted of shapes and of numbers. And when you think of how did we ever even discover geometry? I mean, I've thought about that before. Like who said that, you know, this shape is called this and, you know, um, we get numbers out of shapes. And it's just, it kind of blows my mind when you, it maybe hurts my brain a little bit when you think about it too hard, right? So where did it all come from? And it comes from this, you know, what they they call sacred geometry, these universal patterns and designs that you can find within the shapes um, that you'll find um, in your eyes, on the shape of your ear, connecting to, you know, this the same ratio and shape uh, within the shell of a snail, within the pattern of a flower, that these mathematic ratios, um, even the mathematic ratios you'll, you'll find in objects on the earth can also be found in music and in light and cosmology. The same numeric patterns. I'm going to encourage you to look into the seed of life and then the flower of life and how everything emerges from that. Every shape, every structure, every being could be deduced to the same shape found in this this flower of life, right, in the seed of life. Some of you may have um, witnessed um, Terrence Howard, and I hope I'm saying his name right, Terrence Howard. Um, you know, he's a famous actor, and he went off on this tangent about, you know, um, he was on an awards red carpet and he started talking about this concept and really the flower of life and no one knew what he was talking about so I'm gonna push you again to go look up Terrence Howard and look up uh, Terrence Howard's uh, flower of life okay and it it's going to take a lot I will say it'll take you a moment sit there and digest it. You may want to have a friend or two to help you to pull through every layer. Um, I had my husband and I, we were watching and he kind of, he was able to see things that I didn't so that we can bounce ideas off of each other, but it's very deep. Okay. Very deep. But what he was speaking to is that everything could be deduced to this, the shape and the sacred geometry and the movement of that sacred geometry produces energy. And tapping into that is like tapping into everything, the answer to life itself, okay? 
<laughs> I know it's very deep. I know it is, but just just go with me. Okay, so let's talk a little bit more about some of this sacred geometry um, and some of this, uh, the connection through mathematic ratios. One uh, thing that you should be you know, knowledgeable of, if you're not already, is the Fibonacci numbers, the Fibonacci sequence, which this is a array of numbers starting with one, and then it goes to one, two, three, five, eight, 13, 21, 34, 55, 89, 144, and two, three, three, and, and so on, and it keeps going. And so when you look at the Fibonacci sequence, and it's within this uh, rectangular box, if you will, and it starts from the center and it rotates on out, it kind of looks like the shape of a snail's shell. And you could find this sequence within structures, as I stated, you know, within our earth, within matter, as well as within our bodies. And think about the sequence itself, you know, one, one, we have one trunk, we have one head, um, you know, two, two appendages, uh, you know, we have, uh, you know, five fingers and so forth. So the sequence, again, is found within us. There's also what we call the golden ratio. Golden ratio is 1.68. Okay, and not to hurt your brain too much and think going back to school, but, you know, thinking about ratios, a portion of a, you know, uh, you have, let's say, a straight line that could be split up into portions. And so the golden ratio is uh, broken up into three portions of a line. Let's just go with that. And so the ratio between um, that, you know, your body parts, um, let's say from your height of your body and the height from your toe, toes to your belly button, and then, you know, um, that in relationship to your entire body is a golden ratio, okay? It is meant to bring your eyes to an area of importance, Again, golden ratios can be found throughout. And so we use these sequences and these ratios to build our, you know, buildings, architecture. They use these, uh, what they found in nature, they use it to uh, structure our society. Okay, these same numbers and things that they felt they found in nature. Okay, so we are made up of geometry. The flowers, uh, this, our cells, our organs, bodies, structures, everything is, is made up of what we call this sacred geometry. And so let's talk a little bit more about numerical connections. Okay, so I talked about the three, 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 right? And um, that the shape of the pyramids, the connection to Orion's belt. And again, this is anytime you see numbers that are repetitive, that should draw your attention. So it takes 33 years for the cycle of the lunar, for a cycle of our lunar years of the moon, okay, 33 years for it to get back into its original position. Let's take it back to the biblical text and back to the story of Christ. And what age was it that they said Christ died? 33, right? Approximately. Age 33 is what they say. Huh. 
Let that resonate for a second. It takes 33 years for the lunar cycle to get back to its original position. Okay, so from the time it starts until the time it ends the cycle is 33 years. See, we need to utilize our texts, and I'm learning this myself. Let me be the first to admit. After I had my spiritual awakening, I felt like it was almost like learning that, and if you have any kids around, this is, I'm going to tell you to turn it off because I don't know what your practices are. If they're listening, hopefully they're not. Hopefully these are adult conversations. Okay. But so I'm giving you a warning. Um, but it was like for me learning that there wasn't a Santa Claus or Easter bunny. When I found out the true, uh, you know, um, stories of religion and where some of it came from. And, you know, for me, it was like, oh, I'm going to throw everything out. I had this um, image you can find online of this uh, black woman that had hair like mine that I kind of saw myself in. It was an illustration, a cartoon of her throwing out the Bible and the cross and all that stuff, right? Because I just felt like, okay, I've been lied to. But now, after years of digesting this all and learning from it all, I'm realizing there is, there's just truth in everything. There's truth in everything. Sometimes the messenger isn't the best person to deliver it, right? Sometimes it's packaged like an onion, like with layers and layers of lies and or oppressive teachings for the people of that time, when you pull it all back, there's some truth in that. So one piece of truth, because there's so much in that statement, I just, in that example, but one piece of truth is that there is a connection to the sacred geometry within the text, right? So not only within the Bible, but we'll get to that. Uh, and so the 33 is important. Now, our ancestors really were connected, connected with the lunar cycle. Even Easter is determined by the cycles of the moon. Look it up. Even Easter is determined by the cycles of the moon. And so right now, we are actually falling into alignment. Listen to this. So today that I'm speaking to you is July the 5th, 2020. So you have, um, you know, synchronicity, even within that number 2020, right? And then two plus two is four. We talked about that. Four being a very powerful number. But today, right, the full moon occurred, uh, will occur for the 5th of July, 12.44 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We call it the full buck moon, okay? 12.44 a.m., Think about that number, 244. Yesterday in America was the 4th of July for some to celebrate their independence. And we know that some of us are still fighting for independence. That's a whole nother conversation. Um, But for July the 4th, uh, the United States declared their independence in 1776, right? 1776. That would make our country here in America 244 years old. There we go again. 
showing us again this connection that we have with uh, um, really coming into alignment with our synchronicity. So looking at our solar system, right, um, that in itself, the solar system being the sun and the rising of the sun, right, and the going down of the same, the solar system plays a major role as well. Um, and I, so I don't want to neglect the sun as, um, being a very symbolic um, and powerful source of teachings within the text that we could uh, align with when you hear that word sun, S-O-N, and compare it to S-U-N, there's, there's a lot of messages there for us as well. Yep, so I, I actually got cut off. I guess I was rambling you know, a little bit too much. <laughs> um, so I'm going to wrap this up. Um, but I, I did, we were talking a little bit about the sun before I got cut off. And, um, you know, we, I wanted to highlight that, you know, the earth's movement around the sun, that's that, um, you know, the, between the months of, in the seasons, um, and the various equinoxes and the solstices, you know, that movement is, is very important as well. I didn't want to just highlight our lunar activity because we know with, the movement um, with the conjunction of the movement with the earth and the sun, we have 12 months of the year. And just similar, you know, to the text that tells you there's 12 disciples and there's 12 planets, even though we're debating that with some, right? Um, but, you know, when you look at that number 12, very important as well, because when you times 12 by 12, what do you get? One, four, four. Okay. I want you to start looking at this with new eyes and new ways and the messages that are in there. And when you start seeing these numbers and think about 144 being the first 44, right? The first 44. And now we're at 244 with America playing a huge role in this world. And we know it, that we're now moving into the second phase of the 44 Um Obama, President Obama was the 44th president. And now we're moving past that phase, right? So the first phase of the 44 is now gone. We're moving into a new era of 244. We are shifting, okay? We are shifting. We need to be more aware of our connectedness. Um, and how do we do that? We talk about it all the time right? Centering yourself, meditating, grounding yourself, connecting to the earth, centering yourself by just being still. Listen to your intuition, okay? Not, you don't have to leave your practices, whatever it might be. I'm not here for that, um, but I am here for growth and awakening and ascending, and that is how you grow, in this life. And I want you to grow so that we all can, because we're all connected. And if we don't get this message, then the ascension is not going to happen. Right. But I believe it is going to happen because the, the, the indigenous people are waking up, right? <laughs> we're waking up. Um, some will, you know, quote the story of Ham in the Bible. Um, and as you could see, I, I've studied, I've studied my text a little bit, even though I personally don't identify um, as being Christian. Um, however, there are some there, like I said, they're just messages there. I had a friend that kind of had to shake me a little bit and say, hey, you know, don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. There's stuff there that you need to know. 
Okay, there's text there that comes from our people, our ancestors that has just been twisted and added to and revised over the years so that it could feed the need of the people that were using it. Okay, um, it was never meant to be captured into one person. It was never meant to be captured into following a God because God is, the universe is, everything just is right? It wasn't meant for that. And so it's diversion. It's a diversion. We have to be sure to uh, align ourselves with spirit, with this sacred energy, this sacred geometry. And watch after this episode, if you got through it, you'll probably start noticing these synchronicities within shapes and patterns and numbers all around us. It is our job to uh, awaken to that. And I'm I'm thinking we probably need a follow-up episode on this one, right, Um, so that we can really digest some of it. But before I let you go, um, you know, I do want to say that, um, you know, take your time to meditate. Try not to listen to everything that's on the news. And I'm not even saying that because I'm not going to say that the media is evil, right? But some things from, you know, that's coming our way is, is really also coming from energy and an energy that is a bit unstable and that is really afraid kind of and operating off of fear, especially with the ascension that is happening right now. And its job is to keep everything where it is and to keep everyone oppressed. All right. So make sure that you are following your intuition. You're connecting with your ancestors and spirit and you are listening to your higher self. With that, I'm going to leave you. I hope this wasn't too much, you know, for you. I'm, you know, I trust that, you know, you guys as listeners are highly intelligent and (laughs) patient and able to follow all of my rambling. And I thank you for that. And I'll see you and talk to you next time. Bye.